Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilltown Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilltown Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. <laughs> we click random article. We talk about it. Yeah, we do. Sorry, I'm just I'm just thinking about Dream Daddy. How could you not? The new dad dating sim. Uh, speaking of dad dating sims, uh, I've got a little five-star review for you, Johnny. Okay, of Dream Daddy? Of Dream. This is, yeah, this is a review of Dream Daddies, a.k.a. Dilltown Ball. <laughs> uh, so I want to thank, um, Johnny and I want to thank D.W. McGuff. Uh, who gives a very nice five-star review. He says, very good. I'm very into this. That's his title. <laughs> uh, here we go. This is, uh, what's crapping in this review? Came from Campaign, where Johnny is my favorite performer of the gang. I'd been hesitant to listen because a podcast about two dudes just talking seemed iffy. Fair. Yeah, it's not wrong. I ran out of other shows to listen to. <laughs> I ran out of other shows to listen to and gave it a chance. So glad that I did. I listen when driving or at the gym. That's it, though. <laughs> I'm home. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer and Johnny have put me in constant danger of either dropping very heavy weights on my face, head, body, and or swerving off the road in fits of laughter. It's kind of like a backdoor brag, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, these weights I'm lifting are so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Uh, JK, JK. So why five stars for a show that's actively trying to murder me with half-truths dubious facts and questionable opinions because I like the host am impatiently awaiting the sweet release of death. (laughs) But on a more serious note, I love this podcast. My favorite thing is the upbeat fun attitude. Both hosts have even when disappointed or angry about something, there seems to be a smile. The yes. And conversation is such a genuine reprieve from antagonistic talking heads and stiff interviews. It feels like spending 20 minutes with a couple of buddies. If you'd like to read more reviews like this tweet at me at DW McGuff, that's D-W-M-C-G-U-F-F, hashtag, hashtag review, review. <laughs> That's spelled R-E-V-I-E-W-R-E-V-U. Smell you later. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a, that, that was a pretty complete. Much. Yeah, it was a very good, that's yeah. a very good review. Um, it, really distilled our essence, I if think. If you'd like to submit your writing packet to us, you can write uh, <laughs> episodes of this podcast. You know, send them along. <laughs> tweet, tweet them at us. At Dilton Paul, D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E-B-A-L-L, hashtag... Review, review. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um, Very nice. If yeah. you want to leave your own five-star review, you can do that. Uh, we'd love to read it on air. If you leave any other review, um, we'll dox you. <laughs> Straight up dox you, dude. <laughs> so, so, play. I mean, you know, do what you want, but... Ball's in your court. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh no. <sighs> safety training. Okay. Is this the safety training? The concept of safety training? The 20th episode of the third season of the American comedy television series 
The Office. Oh, wow. Okay. And the show's 48th episode overall. Oh, I think I remember this one. Written by BJ Novak, who acts as the show's sales representative, Ryan Howard, and directed by Caddyshack and National Lampoon's Vacation director, Harold Ramis. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. The episode aired in the United States on April 12, 2007 on NBC. In the episode, Michael Scott, Steve Carell, attempts to prove... Attempts to prove life in an office is dangerous after Daryl Philbin, Craig Robinson, berates him about the dangers of the warehouse. The attempts lead him to the roof of the building where he tries to show that depression... Fuck. This is a good episode. That depression caused by an office can lead to desperate circumstances. (laughs) Meanwhile, gambling between the other employees of the office leads Karen Filippelli, Team Karen, Rashida Jones, to discover that she is still an outsider. This is a very good episode. Um, two two things right off the bat. First sure. of all, Team Karen forever. Karen and Jim should have ended up together. Whatever happened to Karen? Did she just sort of disappear? She went to the. Um, she went to another. She transferred to another office. Okay. Um, I forget which one. I keep wanting to say Nashua, but I know that's where Holly was from. Mm. Um, fuck, I don't know. But she she transferred. Um, and then and then. Uh, I believe she like married or started dating someone else and got pregnant. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, that sounds familiar. But she was the best, uh, and that's it. But now Rashida Jones is on Angie Tribeca, which is honest to god the greatest show that's ever been made. Never even heard of it. How do I not even hear of this? It's I think the third season just started. What? It's on TBS. That's probably very why. funny. It's so fucking good. Um, what the hell? It, it's it is the goofiest show in the world. It's. It's out of control. You should. It's it's like um, it's like if they took like, the, like any Leslie Nielsen movie made mm-hmm. yeah. basically, and like made it more that, <laughs> and it's a TV show. It's so good, man. It's it'd be cool if I was friends with a bunch of like comedy types who could let me know about these these kinds of things. You know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Man, what the heck? It's so good. All right. Um, and also, obviously, she was on uh, Parks and Rec, which was Yeah, which is like, yeah, goes without saying. It's so good. The second thing is my favorite episode of not only The Office, but I think of television. Wow. Is The Dinner Party. See, I need to go back and rewatch that. Cause is that the one where uh, Fire Guy starts? Where what? Fire Guy? Like, uh, uh, Ryan's... Ryan started the fire? Yeah, yeah. Um, No. Okay. It's... It, it, uh, I don't remember any of these things. These cultural touchstones of our youth. Michael and Jan invite um, the An- office. Andy and Angela and Pam and Dwight over to their house for a dinner party. Um, and uh, Dwight and his like nanny or something show up. <laughs> it, it's just it's so good. Okay, it's, it it's like the most. Um, you know, because the office was like kind of a, cr- a cringe comedy. Sure, definitely. It's, like it's the epitome ma- of maximum. There's maybe only one more episode that's like cringier, but that one is just sad. Oh no. Um, that's Scott's tots. If you, I God. really like the office a lot. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that I don't, but I definitely haven't watched it in ages. You, sh- you and I sh- never you should. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very funny. It's TBS. Right. I mean that there you go. It's in the <clears> name. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's just like, it's so good. It's, it's, Michael and Jan just like, Get into like a, you know, like couples will like argue, but in front of people. Yeah. And it's like, why are you doing this right now? Oh, it's so good. 
What's uh? Has Steve Crow done like anything since then? Has he done stuff? He's done some movies. Um, he was in a movie called the the Way Back or the Way Way Back, which mm. was really good, and he played like an asshole in it. Oh, weird! And it it was a very good movie. Okay. Is he too big for TV now? Will he ever go back to TV? I don't know if he's too big for TV. He's certainly too hot for TV. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Because he's done. I think there was. A, was he in Date Night? That movie with Tina Fey. That's not. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it was called that. I'll take your word for it. But um. Oh, speaking of Tina Fey, can I do a quick blast down? Yeah. Yeah, Tina Fey. For real? Yeah. Uh, in what way? Um, Kimmy Schmidt, like this last season f- for sure, and then this season she just like quadrupled down. She's just like so – the hill she's choosing to die on oh. is that we are too PC. And it's like what the fuck is weird. the matter with you? That's weird. Well, I already <laughs> – I watched about half of the first season and then realized the premise was like kind of fucked up. Sure. And so I was like, yeah, I guess I'm just done with this. Um, yeah, it's so, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. And she's just like going so hard at it. It, I just don't understand. I'll never understand these people. Like who are they like rallying against? You know, like, like my, my big thing is like the way I look at it is it's like, do you need to make this joke like at the at the expense of this person? No. Then no, then just obviously don't. Not. Yeah. It's like, like wh- so just don't. Like that's what are that's you doing. That's how far it should go. Like so, blast down, blast down, one thousand percent. Everybody watch the dinner party just over and over. It's yeah. So well, good. you know what, Johnny, I'd like to see <clears throat> your Mark Twain award for comedy. Oh, you don't have one? I mean, Mark Twain was like probably racist <laughs> too, right? There's Almost no way he wasn't right. I, I, I nothing I, against him. It's just like hey, it everyone been, was. It's been a long time since I. I never read Tom Sawyer. It's been a long time since I read Huck Finn. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, obviously there was a, a slave is like a main character. Yeah. Um, I don't one hundred percent remember the like the whole deal. Yeah. Right. Just probably not great. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like make a guess. <laughs> probably. And say probably not great. <laughs> probably not. Right. Great. Yeah. Probably. Just um, in general. So so that, so that. <laughs> How cool would it be to like just get an award like that and just be like go instead of and at your acceptance speech, just like throw it on the ground and just say like fuck this. <laughs> someone who who no, someone didn't do quite that, but who was it at like the Oscars? Someone it was like some director or something like won the award for, you know, best picture and didn't show up and instead had like a native american woman come in his place and just like deliver some speech about like how everyone's like fucking over her like land that's or, awesome yeah it was like oh okay <laughs> yeah i mean how that'd be so fucking cool yeah i want i want to win something just so that i can do throw that. it in their faces yeah <laughs> i want to win a grammy <laughs> and not for an audiobook for music right right <clears throat> what would your like uh zodico yeah, yeah, probably, probably, probably something easy like <laughs> <laughs> something oh, just in a real house. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. You should watch The Office though; it's it's very fun. <laughs> but more importantly, I think you should watch Angie Tribeca. Although it, it honestly might not be like up your alley. Oh, interesting. Um, it might be a little too goofy. Well, I don't know what what makes you think that I don't like uh like like Leslie Nielsen. It's like oh, that's interesting. Like I, I could maybe watch this. Um, that like, air, like airplane you saying I could maybe watch this I well, mean I, I, we're done I couch everything I say in uncertainty because I never want to commit to anything uh, classic with, millennial yeah classic PC millennial I don't know do I like avocado toast um avocado toast is very am good. I trying to kill the banking industry um can I really uh, not afford a mortgage I think 
if if one of us were to be the goofy one, mm. I think it's me. Yeah, I think you're right. That's funny. That's funny for me to realize. Because growing up, I was like, oh, sure, oh, sure. The, the funny, you were the go- you were the goofball. I, but that your- being said, I was never ever the, I was never a class clown or anything sure. like that. It was always like, uh, like a, like under the breath joke to like my buddy next to me. Sure, kind of a thing. I was I was more of a class um, lion tamer, or a class uh, <laughs> a class acrobat, class juggler. Yeah, class uh, fire swallower. I would be very into learning how to fire swallow. I've. <clears throat> not not to do it, but I've looked into it to understand the magic crazy behind it. Because there kind of isn't. Any. They're just like doing it's, it. Yeah, it's just like just try not to burn your tongue. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because the, the thing that puts out the fire is just your the gar- lack of oxygen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like okay. <laughs> and then like the people like when you swallow like the gasoline or whatever to like mm. b- breathe fire, it's like this is bad for you <laughs> and you're just doing it. Yeah. But it looks so right. I mean, dude. it looks very rad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's like, that's wild. I'm, I'm, I'm really into like knowing things or knowing how things work mm-hmm. specifically things like that. Like, um, one of my favorite things is if, if, if anyone makes like a YouTube video of like, here's this clip from Penn and Teller's fool me. And then here's that same guy explaining how it works. Yes. You know, that that kind of stuff is like my my favorite. Penn and Teller one one of my favorite videos of theirs is they're they're doing this thing where like uh uh Teller is in um Teller is in like a box. Okay. And they're basically like you know, it's a it's a big box that is broken down into a bunch of smaller boxes and they're taking it apart and sure. like parts of him are all over the place. <laughs> and then they do it with a clear box. And Whoa. show you how it's done. It is so impressive. Oh, I love that. It it's wild. The mechanics behind it are more impressive than, than like the magic. If, yeah, it's incredible. It's part of the reason why I was attracted to wrestling in the first place. Is like, well, I know they're not actually hitting each other in certain spots. So how are they making it seem that way? Yeah, you know, it's, it's you, should, you should watch. It's that almost video. like sleight of hand itself. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, there's another like there's another one where um, Penn is just like playing the bass okay. and explaining like the the five things that you need in magic, and it's like misdirection. Uh, <laughs> Like palming, sure. it's it's like a bunch of different things, and Teller is just like doing a trick to he like you know produ- each piece of the he like produces a cigarette, lights it, th- throws it on the ground, like he he does all of these things, and then he's basically like got one side towards the audience, and then he like turns around and does it the other way, so you can see like him palming the stuff. Oh, cool, it's, cool. It's really cool. the the best <clears throat> The best tricks on Penn Teller's fool me, whatever it's called, are the ones where you you may not know it. At the time, but you'll find out later, like the magician crafted this trick. It's, it's like a meta trick to like specifically fuck <clears throat> them up because it's like, oh, OK, you're doing yeah. whatever this type of trick, like the, this card trick. And it's like, oh, OK, there's there's 25 ways to do this card trick. And I'm now, you know, he's not saying this is all it's all understood by these people. It's involved. the meta game of this yeah. show. So Penn and Teller are looking for these ways. And when the person specifically does the thing to show to Penn and Teller that I'm not doing it that way, you can kind of hear them go. Oh shit! Like oh no. Okay, so that way. Oh shit! What's happening then? That that's my favorite. That's like, awesome. Yeah, like I'm specific. I'm specifically crafting this trick in a way to show you it's not that trick. That's really cool. It, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, and like as an audience member, you you can't tell and doesn't you know it doesn't, it doesn't interrupt the flow or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like an extra it's layer. Not the of, destination; it's the journey. Exactly. Yeah. I love magic so fucking much. Yeah. And and I I hate it, but. 
anytime I'm like scrolling through Facebook or whatever, and there's a video from like America's Got Talent. I just watched one today, a magic video from America's Got Talent. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to watch this. It's hard not to. Like a good magician is one of the most entertaining things to me because it's everything. Like they're a good um, show showmanship. Show, the showmanship is so yeah, like, it's, it's multifaceted. Like you can talk, you're doing your trick, you're doing like you're very dexterous. There's a lot of things happening. I mean, fuck, we just watched I me mean, a couple months ago. We just watched like two or three David Blaine specials. Oh sure, just like queue them up and let's go, baby. And they're they're so good. Yeah. And then we also watched a Chris Angel one that was not good. <laughs> Did you watch an Amazing Jonathan one? No, but I was very into the Amazing Jonathan when I was in like middle school. Yeah, yeah, same. Because um, it was like it was everything my I two loved. favorite things. Exactly. <laughs> so stupid, but yeah, it really was though. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of why Penn and Teller, I think, is to the you know for me at least to the test of time. Like, yeah, oh, I still like these guys because they're not they're not um, magician comedians. They're just like funny dudes who are magicians. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, God, yeah, I I love magic. Is every magician a weirdo? Are there any normal? No, there okay. are not. Yeah, and like, not that it's a bad thing, but like, Penn, I can't, I don't know about Teller's politics, but like, Penn's like a big weirdo. Like everyone knows that. Um, I mean, I see. I assume Teller is as well because they did that show they? and the the bullshit. Oh right, right. Of course, good good call. Um, I mean, I don't even I don't know much about David Blaine or not David Blaine. What's uh Chris David Angel? Copperfield? Did, um, you ever remember? I've never read it. No. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not that good. It's very long. Um, yeah, I have, I figured, yeah, I, I have no idea. I mean, he's, he's like, old, he's like the old school, like, yeah, yeah. like lovely assistant type magic, For which sure. that's, that's like not, I'm not, I'm not super into that. Cause then it's like, I'm going to make this boat disappear. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I want you to make cards I'm disappear gonna, in front of my stupid right. fucking gob. I'm going to hold my breath for nine and a half minutes. Like, I guess that's cool. Well, that's David Blaine shit. And that <laughs> is cool. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like, I mean, it's cool. Like it's cool in the same way that people like go to like, you know, Norway and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump those freezing springs yeah. and doesn't mean well, that a lot of David Blaine stuff isn't he. It's like half magic and half just like conditioning. I'm just going like, to do this crazy thing. Yeah. So it's cool in a different way. Yeah. It's but like, it's not magic. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, gosh, like just I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen like a real magician just do close up magic in front of me. And I would I have like, when I was a kid, but it's been sure. a long time. I Is there a place to see magic in the city? Oh wow! You know, aside from the skyline at night, <laughs> I don't know if there is. I'd be very interested in watching it. We should find some. If you know where you can watch some real deal magic in Chicago, uh, tweet us at Tilt Tom Paul D L A T T N T E B A L L hashtag magic. <laughs> um, there was, you know, we saw. Um, Oh shit! Mark What's Toland? his name? Mark Toland, yeah, who's like a mind kind of, reader. Yeah, which is like a. Uh, did he have a special like word like mentalist or some weird like? Because he did more than just that, but it was yeah somewhere in between mind reading and magic. It was very cool. Yeah. We saw him several times, and and each Every time was time, like, "This is crazy." It, I mean, and the thing is, like, obviously he's not reading people's minds. Right, he's like. Suggesting to them what they should say to yeah. him. Every time we saw him in the car ride home, we spent the entire time just trying to figure out how we did it. And and it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. If you have a chance to see him, go see him. It's great. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, I would love to see some magic. <laughs> I do know one card trick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You showed it to me when you yeah. Yeah. For I learned it for a show, and I feel like it's a pretty good card trick. It, it was good. It got it got me pretty good. Yeah. Because it's like it's like a two parter, and I did not see the two parter coming. Did Did I tell you? Um, which this is like whatever total inside baseball into my self, but there was an episode of campaign where I I forget what I was doing, but I think I was doing a magic trick, and I failed the role, and I was like, <laughs> if you let me. 
do a card trick and I do it, can I like add another die to try and well, like in real life, you said that, yeah, okay, to try and like <laughs> get this roll. And I did the card that card trick and I got it, and she let me add another die because <laughs> Kat had never seen the trick before. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I, I like that. That's that's yeah. good. Um, I, I like I like with, with in role playing games when you can like sort of cheat. No, yeah, cheat <laughs> when you can cheat. Yeah, that's the real magic. Mm, yeah, like when you can bring like real world, real world elements into the game. Yeah, sort of. yeah. It usually works the other way around, where the DM will be like, "Oh, you found a parchment," and then gives you the parchment in real life, like that kind of shit. Um, it's kind of like in Metal Gear Solid when it's like, "Put your controller on the ground and yes. I'll make it move." Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> you, when you run into Gargamel, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and now I'll get the Smurfs. <laughs> what was Gargamel's uh, code name? Azriel. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, his code name? Was Azrael? Azrael was his cat. Yeah. Well, everyone's got like a, a adjective animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, agreed. Papa Smurf. <laughs> his name was just Papa Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, code name? Uh, I mean, I always went Revolver Ocelot was always. Revolver Ocelot's very good. Yeah. I like Psycho Mantis a lot. That's probably the best name. Yeah. Um, also, Vulcan Raven. I don't remember like that at all. Crazy good. Vulcan Raven? Yeah. What was what was their deal? A fire? He person? had like a big. He had like a machine gun from like a tank that just strapped to his back. But then when you kill him, a bunch of like ravens come and like peck his body away. Magic. Smell you later. <laughs> Can I show you Dream Daddies? Yes. Help hot dads find true love in Dream Daddy. That's the <laughs> the, the tag. That's the um, uh, title of this Kotaku article. Just the the fucking main image for this game is so good. <laughs> oh man, these are some good daddies. I mean. My favorite is definitely. Oh, how like, do you pick one? I know. I mean, I think it's the two. The, I like the two on the right. Yeah, I. I was in my my gut was a guy in the in the leather jacket, but then it's like, no, he's too much of a bad he's boy for me. He's got a drink. Yeah, exactly. That's a bad daddy. Yeah. And then I sort of scanned over, and I was like, okay, sure, sure, sure. And then I got to the guy in the end on the right, and I was like, yeah, that's probably my dude. Although he does look like a vampire daddy, which I'm into. I thought he was a vampire. Yeah. Um, so I like the Tyler Davis daddy. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the mustache daddy. He's good. He's got he's because he looks put together. He seems like a doctor. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. You know. Or like a, a professor. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Um, I, I like the guy on the right though. He seems like the kind of guy. It's like, dude, look, we're taking Saturday. We're gonna do chores, and we're but gonna have, have fun. Some fun. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun doing it. Exactly. He's a, he makes he, chores fun. Yeah, he puts on and like sexy. like goodness gracious, great balls of fire, like <laughs> dancing um, around with a mop and shit. It's kind of fucked up that this one daddy like brought his kid on the date. Yeah, but it's like, look, all my cards are on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You that's know? true. It's like, hey, this is this is me. Yeah. This is me. This is me, and this is but uh, what Tyler. If, what if, what if they're looking to fuck though? You gotta keep the. You gotta. You gotta. You'll find. Gotta it. keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. Don't wait, Tyler. We're trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sequel. Don't wait, Tyler. Yeah, when you win, and you you court this daddy, <laughs> it unlocks a special new game mode, new game plus. The the word daddy is just so fucking funny. It's inherently very funny. I wonder if uh, I wonder how I wonder how good this game is. Is it on Steam? Uh July thirteenth. Okay. So probably not in time for the Steam sale then. It's a shame. 
Because if it was on sale for like five bucks, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'm going to get this. Oh, fuck, there's a trailer. <laughs> Is that my guy? Oh, we don't know. I'm, and Brian, I was, I'm pretty sure Brian's my dude. Yeah, me too. Damien, Damien is obviously sure the vampire. vampire daddy. Ooh. These are good names. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. What does it say? A dad dating simulator. <laughs> this is the best game of all oh, time. Oh, man. This year's most anticipated yeah. dad-based game. <laughs> In which the dad you play as and his daughter move into a new neighborhood chock full of single dads. Also mini games. <laughs> That's so interesting. I wonder Fuck. Build that dad. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, you get to build your own dad. D. Your own daddy. I wonder how much of it is if it's like a real like <clears throat> if they did a good job with it. You I know? mean it's dating seen, sims are like a yeah. genre, a full genre of game. I just don't know how popular they are with, with anybody in particular. I just don't know. Seven dateable dads. Dad character creator. Create your own dad sona. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple endings per dad. <laughs> I mean, that's how you know you're like a very good gamer is how many actions per dad you get. Dad themed mini and micro games throughout each date path. Oh, wow. So many dad puns, like to the point where it made us all uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm dumb. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm gonna get Dream Daddy. And get my very own dream daddy. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.